Welcome. You're listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio, a podcast for anyone who is thinking about starting or is already a few years deep into their own wedding venue business. Whether your property is on the beach or in the middle of the country or smack dab in the heart of downtown, this show is designed for you. I'm your host, Ami Quirconi. I'm the author of How to Turn Your Rural Property into a Wedding Venue Business, and I have a new business book called The Fearless Woman's Guide to Starting a Business. I'm a business coach, consultant, former wedding venue owner, and I'm here to help you. So if your dream is to be your own boss by hosting one of the best days a family has in their lives on your property, then you're in the right place. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the show. I hope everyone's been doing good. Um, I'm recording this in October. Actually, it's October 1st. And so I'll be publishing this actually just in a few short days. And that means that for many people that have been involved in the wedding industry, it's the end of the summer coming into the tail end of everything. And so now is always a good time of the year to actually start to do some pre-planning and some thinking. And, and actually, I always encourage people to kind of go back through their past season and uh, make a list of you know things that went well and things that didn't go so well and find ways to be able to make some improvements and maybe take a look at costs and finances and stuff like that. Um, so hopefully if some of you are involved in the weddings or you know any type of a summer seasonal business, that's my, my two cents right there and my encouragement for you to, to consider doing. Um, what I wanted to talk about today was uh, just share with you a little bit about um, some information and some uh, ideas and insights from a coaching session that I just recently had. And what I had is a client who has aspirations of growing, you know, a very large business and wanting to attain a certain income and revenue level and uh, is seeking out coaching because they're looking for some ways of being able to understand, you know, how to set priorities and, um, you know, how to build a business that is actually a legacy, you know, something that they can feel proud about leaving behind, you know, hoping that this company actually exceeds, you know, and outlives them. But they have a lot of challenges with being able to get away from the day-to-day work. You know, kind of we call that the minutia, right? Um, I call it also the whirlwind, the things that sweep you up every day that are the things that you have to do constantly. Now, in a wedding venue business, the day-to-day work, you know, is very easy to be involved in. Um, You know, it's the taking care of the marketing materials. It's going out and cleaning up the yard. It's cleaning up the spaces. It's answering all the emails from your couples and getting back to them. It's scheduling new tours. I mean, it's constantly, you know, uh, most of the time that you do is just what you wake up and, and get wrapped up into. Now, the challenge can be is that you can start to experience some burnout, And also, if you don't spend enough time to sit down and think strategically about your business, then you find yourself going through these droughts where you got so busy, which can happen in the summertime for venue owners and a lot of wedding professionals, where you spent all summer long taking care of the customers, that all of the other things that needed your attention kind of got pushed off to the side because there's just not enough of you to go around. And if you've been listening to a couple of these other episodes, you know, one of the things that I mentioned is the challenge that we have that when we bring on people is that we hope that they're just a clone of who we are and we can just hand them over the list of things we normally do and walk away and and expect that it'll all get done. But as you know, I said before, that's not that easy. Um, These people are not as effective as we are because they just don't care about the results as much as we do. And so some people want to bring on new people, but they don't know how to be able to do that. 
Um, with my client, as I'm talking with her, one of her challenges is, is that she actually is pretty comfortable. You know, she gets easily um, put into the seat of where eh, she's not highly motivated. Like she knows she should do it. But yet on the other hand, she comes up with a lot of reasons and, and rationalizes why she can just continue to do everything on her own. But at the same time, she's got this conflict of wanting to be able to build a business of a certain size and having some difficulties with being able to reach that, that threshold. Um, and that can happen in the wedding venue business. Now, one thing that happens when we imagine this big vision, right? And that's one of the things that I always tell everybody in my book, on the show, when I coach with you, is imagine what you want this business to look like at some point in the future, right? How is it in five years from now? You know, how many clients do you have? How many couples are you taking care of? How much money are you making? What does the property look like? You know, yada, yada, yada. And then have that as the goal and the destination that you're going for. Challenging can be, or what can be challenging to this is, it can look like that this goal or vision that you have is actually like across a canyon that's the size of the Grand Canyon, right? Because today, where you are is you don't have any of those things. You have an idea. You don't even have a couple yet, maybe. Or maybe you just have a few couples, you know, booked for the season. And part of what we get used to is we tend to stay with what we already know. And it can sabotage us in business because if we don't know what it feels like, and we have no idea how to actually experience what that day-to-day looks like for a business of that size, our, our protection systems that go along in our head are going to keep us pretty much where we're at. And I know that sounds like a really weird thing to think about, but you know, brains like familiar. And so if the reach across that canyon is something that you know you want and can see in your head and can pencil it out on paper, but you actually don't know what it would be like to be in that moment, it makes it really hard to be able to actually do the things to get you to that capacity. And when we're growing businesses, we have to actually think of the steps that we're going to take and that while it's awesome to have the ultimate vision that we're going for, we actually need to chunk our milestones up into things that we can see ourselves actually reaching. And so when it comes to building out the big vision for the venue, and if this is a venue that is you know, generating you know, well over six figures, it is generating enough money that you've been able to quit the day job, there's no more side hustling, the house is paid for, you, know, you can hire people to come in and take over, and you can take vacations and all that really cool stuff that this can do for you. Um, we have to start to build a plan. And and in this case, if we're using the metaphor of the canyon, if you want to get from the ledge you're standing on, which is nowhere, (laughs) right, all the way across that canyon to that big vision over there, we have to build a rope bridge to cross it. And so one of the things that I spoke about and and I've been coaching and, 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 you know, really do recommend for people is let's take your bigger vision and let's break it into milestones that actually are attainable, And you can actually see and feel and experience what it may be like to get there. Because every step along the way, if you don't get a little bit of experience at each of those levels, then you don't give yourself opportunity just to learn anything at each of those steps, right? And entrepreneurship is a journey of learning as you go along. And a part of that learning process looks like mistakes. It looks like failures. It looks like you mess things up every once in a while, but those are all vital and important as you begin to develop your own personal skills, 
You end up learning what your customers and your couples really want, what the market really is providing and what the information that you're getting from that, what vendors need when they work from you, how your property is going to perform. And so while it's awesome to have the big vision out there, and I wholly recommend it, you actually need to be able to walk yourself through it step by step. And that means laying down the ropes and tossing them across the canyon and figuring out, you know, are they strong enough? Adding the boards to the to the bridge so that you can cross and working yourself through a fourth of the way to halfway to three quarters to all the way to getting to that destination. Now, when people are impatient, they tend to think that they can reach that threshold really fast, maybe even faster than they're capable of doing. And then when they don't, they give up. Or they overinvest too early into getting to that destination, and maybe they haven't actually built the right bridge to cross them there. And I've seen people do that. And I, I often say when you work with me as a coach, you know, some experience you can buy and some experience you have to earn. And so imagine your experience you buy, you buy a rope bridge to get you across from point A to point B. But have you ever crossed a canyon (laughs) on a rope bridge? You know, there was one that I remember uh, in Colorado um, that's terrifying, right? Entrepreneurship is the same way. So you buy a fantastic rope bridge, but now you're actually stepping out onto that bridge and you're clutching it and you're thinking, man, there's no way I can't look down. I'm getting sick to my stomach. You know, that metaphor works here in this situation too. So My advice to my client that I'm sharing with you all today is that when you are going to create your big vision, you take step one, but then you have to remember to take the intermittent steps. And so for her, because she's looking to create a business that's, you know, making a million dollars a year in revenue, we have to know where we're at. What are you making right now? Is it zero? Okay, well, let's create the first plan, which is to get to the first milestone in the first year. And And maybe that is the six bookings. Okay, well, so then what does a six booking year look like? How much money is it gonna cost you? How many people do you need? How much work do you need to do? How much are you gonna pay yourself? And make that plan first. And I think that it's really important because if you don't have any business experience prior to starting your own venue business on your property, thinking about creating business plans and strategies and operational plans for mega operations or mega venue businesses can actually stall you out before you've even had a chance to start. And so we know that you want to do better than your first year. That's an obvious thing. But if you have to start to learn new habits and get yourself into a a position of being a CEO for your company, then give yourself a bite-sized manageable plan and execute it fully and completely so that you can learn from that experience, learn what the habits look like, learn how to set those plans up. And then when you have the information and you're, you, you've been able to pull that off, you then are know how to be able to add to it and to grow to it. And so for a million dollar, you know, a year business for somebody who's never actually ran a million dollar a year business, you know, I told her start with the $250,000 a year business. Cause she's somewhere just under a hundred thousand. So we know that the stretch, it's like taking the first steps out onto that rope bridge right? She's already taken a few steps out. We're asking her to take 10 more steps. Feel it, learn from it, keep moving on. And so setting yourself up sales plans that aren't all based on the final destination, but are somewhere in the middle, again, allows you to be able to achieve those objectives. And if you're not learning as you go, And then making sure that as you build your strategy out to get something bigger and better, you haven't really overshot it 
<laughs> you know, you're not using a canyon to cross the uh, to uh, a cannon to cross the canyon to get to the other side when you don't need it. Um, so that means you're not overspending money. Um, you're also getting a chance to feel as you go through each of these milestones. And I talk a lot about feelings and emotions because they're the ones that help us and they're the ones that hurt us. And so you want to get experience and practice with collecting the checks, knowing the type of work and effort that it took, how much of emotional work that it took for you to be able to do that, um, how much of the operational cost it actually cost you to do that so that you can keep growing safely. Because I really think it's important to not set up high expectations that you can't meet soon and also not end up putting a lot of money into um, trying to meet a goal and then um, maybe not being able to return your investment on there and then closing up because you know we have so much more potential in all of us than we realize. And sometimes we can just set ourselves up to fail too soon. And that's not what I'm into. And so if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to email me. I'm at ami at weddingvenuebiz.com. And until next time, enjoy your life. Thank you for listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio. All of the information talked about in this episode can be found at weddingvenuebiz.com. There you'll also find links to the book, online courses, and a way to contact me if you have any suggestions for the show or are interested in business coaching. Until next time, have a great day.